Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome to The Shit Show. where I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? Hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a, another episode and our Trump edition of Let's Get Political. So last episode, you heard me taking you through Biden's background. Today, Luce is going to take you through Trump's background. And boy, oh boy, it is a fucking shit show. So anyone listening, I want you to grab a snack, grab your coffee and just sit back and be outraged with us. I'm ready to be triggered, but also so entertained. And you will be. Now, because I've done all the research on Trump, I feel like I need to put a bit of a caveat out here. It seems fucked up that we should have to give a content warning before talking about presidential nominees, but particularly in what I found with Donald Trump, and we all know this, I do just want to note that we do discuss, obviously, racism, mental health issues, sexual assault, and rape. So if you need to stop at any time, please do. And, you know, you can either fast forward or come back when we're talking about policies. I also do just want to say that uh, Trump has been known to sue people for $100 million over and over and over again. So for the sake of this podcast, not that Trump gives a shit about it, and it's probably a bit too educational (laughs) for him, um, everything that I'm saying is... Allegedly. Yeah. Imagine being slapped with that kind of... Well, that's what he does. He just scares the little guy because he's so rich. Anyway, more on that later. So here's the story, folks. Okay, so first of all, it really sucks that I've had to take highlights, or lowlights rather, from Donald Trump's career. Like, I cannot fit all the fucked up shit that's been happening throughout his career into one episode, but I'll do my best to get the most important bits in. Right, so let's start with his upbringing. There's a lot out there about Trump's upbringing, if you want to know about it, but I'm just going to put some of the main points in there. So his father was called Fred Christ Trump. Christ. His middle name was Christ. Is that even legal? I don't think it is anymore. Otherwise, Kanye's kids would be called Christ and God or something. God. Yep, and his mother was called Mary. So they had five kids. So his father was a real piece of work. He was honestly a horrible man. He instilled a life as a competition frame of mind into the kids. Everything's making sense. I know, which, yeah, Donald obviously took that through to his adult life. Um, There was not a lot of love shown from Fred to his kids, and there was actually a rule of no nicknames in the house. So, like, just really odd stuff. I mean, that's not the oddest, but I just can't even, I can't even delve into it because there's too much. So they grew up in a house, just your normal average upbringing with 23 bedrooms (gasps) and nine bathrooms. Okay, I'm sorry, but that just seems ridiculous. It stresses me out because, like, 
You've got a family of seven. You'd lose people. No, I know. The kids just probably got to run wild and that's why they're so unhinged. (laughs) So, yes, his father also taught um, the kids that superior people bred superior people. Which sounds really fucking I mean, it really sounds like that Hitler eugenics, the Aryan race that he preached. Exactly. And believe me... There is a history of the Trump family being super fucking racist, but more on that later. By the way, guys, allegedly in front of everything I'm saying, but, you know. So Trump as a kid. When he was a kid, his schoolmates have said that he was a bully and a little shit. Trump has actually gone on to say that he's still the same person he was when he was five, which isn't really (laughs) something... The maturity we can tell. I mean, usually a lot of growth goes on between five and like <laughs> 74, but if you want to claim that you're still a bully and a little shit, well, who's going to argue? Power to you. Power to you. So um, he had a paper route when he was younger, which it does sound like a good thing. Like, you know, obviously learn how to earn your keep, son. But uh, he actually got his chauffeur to take him around like when it rained to deliver the paper. Oh, my God. No, I know. And then he got a bit older. Him and his friend used to sneak into Manhattan on the train without the parents knowing. Once they bought some switchblades um, to be like the guys they saw in West Side Story... But when Papa Fred found out, (laughs) he lost his shit and he sent Donald off to military school where Donald really loved that you were constantly awarded with medals and certificates. But a lot of hazing went on when Donald was kind of moved up the ranks and Donald then got moved back down the ranks because he allowed all this fucked up hazing to go on under his watch. So... There's a little bit of, like, interesting insight. He got sent away to military yeah, school. Yeah, he, was, he wasn't the best human there, but, I mean, at least he's grown. I, it's, it's, <laughs> so here is where I do tend to rush through things a bit because all, and I mean all, of his business dealings were dodgy. Like, all of them were really dodgy, and I can't even get into all of that. Basically, Donald grows up and becomes obviously super involved in his father's business. So his dad was a real estate developer. That's only because Fred Christ Trump often has said that he was a self-made man, which is not true because his mother started a company and made him a partner of the company, Elizabeth Trump and Sons, when he was only like 14. So, like, Fred Christ Trump, self-made, man. self-made from 14 when my mum made me partner in a company. <laughs> um, so, Fred was super racist and so was Donald. When Donald got involved in the business, they basically refused to rent to black people. So, when black people would apply for an apartment in one of the places that they were renting out, Fred and Donald... And the whole organization would label them number nines on the application. That was their code word. That or they'd slap a giant C on the application. Black people were lied to and told there were no vacancies. A former doorman said that he was required to tell black people that the rent was double what it actually was so oh that they would be my deterred. God. Yeah. Oh my God, that is mm-hmm. awful. So then um, in the 70s, the Justice Department got involved because they were breaking all these. Fair housing laws, obviously. 
Um, so they sent in testers, meaning a white couple and a black couple went into Trump Village. Of course, the white people were treated fantastically and the people of color were told that there were no apartments. So then the Justice Department subpoenaed all the documents and that's how they found out that on a person's application, if they were a person of color, they had a big C drawn on it and they weren't to be rented to. Uh, number one, I am the least racist person. So then um, the Trump organization got sued. And ultimately, after ages and after Trump's organization tried to countersue the government for $100 million, which you actually can't do, but they think they're above the law. So they actually try to do that all the time in their history. $100 million seems to be their favorite figure to countersue people for. Um, basically... Yeah, they settled. Apparently, the Trumps always refused to say that they were in the wrong and settling is kind of a way for them to just pay some money and not say that they did Mm. anything wrong. They actually signed a consent decree and that meant that they had to post all their apartments with the Urban League and advertise to black communities. They literally had a court-ordered non-discrimination policy against them, like... They got told by the fucking courts, you can't be racist. And then they refused to do this anyway because it costs too much to advertise. Oh my God, cue the Trump tidbit. I'm the least racist president in America. Uh, Number one, I am the least racist person. That is honestly just one example. And I cannot stress to you guys how many examples of this shit goes on in Trump and his father's career. Honestly... I can't even explain how many times and how annoying it is that I've had to condense it to that one time, but it happened multiple times. So then Trump decides to build Trump Tower in the 80s. So Trump Tower um, used a crew of 200 undocumented Polish workers. They worked in 12-hour shifts. They didn't have gloves. They didn't have hard hats. They didn't have masks. So they were working to demolish the tower that was there beforehand. The workers were paid as little as $4 an hour. And basically, most of them didn't actually get paid at all. And then Trump refused to pay them what they were owed. And he got away with it for such a long time because he was, you know, doing this counter-suing bullshit. And actually, Trump's model of underpaying people is literally that's his business strategy. All throughout his career, he would refuse to pay the final payments. He would pay 75% of what he'd promised. And then he was notorious for, like, being a fire throughout small businesses. And I love all people, rich or poor, but... In those particular positions, I just don't want a poor person. Does that make sense? He is a horrible businessman. Honestly, you can look it up. You can read pretty much anything that's written about Trump. Not a good businessman. He just takes pleasure in exploiting people. Mm -hmm. He does. And that is allowed under capitalism because the rich continue to have all this power and small people just get bulldozed for the sake of, you know, some free labor or whatever Trump wants that week. So yes, he's known as an asshole business owner and um, there's also a ton on his ties to the mafia. So him and the mafia in New York City have worked in cahoots for so long to get Trump pretty much whatever he wants. And what he wanted at one point in time was to open up a whole lot of casinos in Atlantic City. So to open up a casino, you have to have um, the government approve that all your dealings in the past have been good and not with the mafia. 
Trump, because he gets away with everything and is obviously above the law, asks to rush this investigation, somehow gets... Kind of sounds like a lot of the things that he's done in government and Mm -hmm. as president, let's just rush it. Yeah, let's just rush this because I'm above the law. Somehow he's allowed to open a casino even though he's in cahoots with the mafia and like the casinos are businesses that have to be heavily vetted. So again... His money, his power, I don't know how he got through that, but he did. And then his casinos all do end up going bankrupt in the future. Actually, a lot of his businesses went bankrupt, but somehow, again, he avoided having to ever declare personal bankruptcy because, you know, the rules don't apply to him. Also, his father is there to give him loans. Also, fun fact, when one of his casinos was going down the toilet, Trump's dad bought $3.5 million worth of casino chips that he just never cashed in. So this was a way of getting around the fact that any loans that you take for a casino have to be approved by the government. So his father went around this loophole by not giving him a loan, but just buying $3.5 million of casino chips. And then when this was ruled to be obviously bad and he and Trump's dad had to get fined, he only got fined something like $65,000. Which when clearly that's not going to make even a dent. Like, well, you have the fine right there. If he paid $3.5 million to Trump's business, fine him $3.5 million. Like, take it out of the business. It's just, it's kind of telling people to do that. Mm. Like, it's saying you're going to get punished way less than what you actually yeah. do, so. God, I wish I had a daddy who just got me out of all these oh, dodgy dealings. I know. I just want to go through a wee list of some of Trump's other business ventures. So, obviously, he's had real estate, um, hotels, casinos. He bought the Miss USA, Miss Universe, and Miss Teen USA pageant. And he was the only man allowed inside to go backstage <laughs> and judge <laughs> contestants. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, he actually <laughs> like disgusting. Um, here's a few things that aren't so funny. Carrie Prejeanne, a former Miss California, recalled Trump ordering contestants to line up in revealing outfits so he could divide the room between girls he personally found attractive and those he did not. Some of the girls were sobbing backstage after he left. He forced former Miss Universe Alicia Mercado to work out at a gym with media present when he judged her to have gained too much weight. After that episode, she told the Times, I was sick, anorexia and bulimia for five years. And then Temple Taggart, a former Miss Utah, has said that he kissed her on the lips at a Miss USA pageant twice against her will and gone on to press charges. So that is just a tiny tidbit of the sick things that he did during his ownership of the, these fucking pageants. Yeah. These are real people's lives who are implicated by his disgusting actions. Exactly. And like, it actually makes me sick that he's in the position of power that he's in. And even then, mm-hmm. you know... And this oh whole time, God. if you just keep reminding yourself, this is the president. The president of the United States. It feels disgusting. So yes, then Trump founded a modeling agency, Trump Model Management. He also had golf courses. He had Trump Jets. Trump Productions, he had Trump University, a lot of these failed by the way, Trump Limousines, Trump Ice Natural Spring Water, (laughs) Trump Steaks, like what a fucking narcissist, honestly, a narcissist, a narcissist, and like a psychopath, yeah, allegedly, allegedly, (laughs) a psychopath, allegedly. You are fake news. So now that we know about a bunch of his failed businesses and 
that all his businesses that did not fail are actually really fucking dodgy. Let's get on to a bit of chat about racism. Uh, Number one, I am the least racist person. So his racism continues at the casinos. So apparently when Donald and Ivana, his first wife, came to the casino, the bosses would order all the black people off the floor. Now this also happened when big names were coming to the casino because it really quote-unquote wrecked the image. I also have another fucked up story about the casino. So Ivana was determined to bring glamour to the Trump castle. So she became famous for her attention to appearances, which included once moving a pregnant waitress who was desperate for tips off the casino floor and into a back room where she couldn't get tips. And then she was placed in a clown suit to disguise her condition. This isn't a joke. Condition. This isn't a joke. Clown suit. A clown. Uh, uh, she's pregnant. She's pregnant. Sorry, how else has everyone else been born? Yeah. Through somebody being pregnant? How was Dawn and fucking Ivana born? Honestly. Through that condition that some may call pregnancy. pregnancy. A tremendous condition. <laughs> no, honestly, that sounds like a fucking joke and it's not. Just because I've brought up Ivana, I feel like maybe I'll go a little bit into his relationships quite quickly. In 1997, Donald married Ivana Trump. They had three kids together. The first one, because of course, was called Donald J. Trump Jr. (laughs) His second one, his favourite child, was Ivanka. And uh, Eric was the third. Fun fact, during his marriage to Ivana Trump, he actually said he always wanted five kids so that one turned out like him. And then obviously, you know, Ivanka's his favourite child and... um, It's always been a bit marginal. Yes, he said so many marginal things. Just one of them is, quote unquote, Ivanka does have a very nice figure. I've said if Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. I don't think Ivanka would do that inside the magazine, although she does have a very nice figure. I've said that if Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. You know? <laughs> Stop it! Oh, it's so weird! <laughs> he said this live on TV. I know. I hate this quote. This makes me so uncomfortable. I know. When asked what she has in common with her father, Ivanka said, Either real estate or golf. When the matter was turned to him, Donald took it to an entirely different dimension. Well, I was going to say sex, but I can't relate that to You know who's one of the great beauties of the world, according to everybody, and I helped create her? My daughter, Ivanka. Yeah. She's six feet tall. She's got the best body. By the way, your daughter. She's beautiful. A, can I say this? A piece of ass. She looks more voluptuous than ever. She's her. actually always been very voluptuous. Oh, my God. So gross. So before he married Ivana, um, they obviously had to sign a prenup, which apparently they negotiated for for ages because Ivana wanted more money. So, like, imagine getting, like, being engaged to and then having to go through these (laughs) negotiations over, like, what you're owed when you break up. You you just, like, you could see the end in sight. Absolutely. Um, Trump also has been on record saying that he wouldn't buy her jewels so that she wouldn't have any negotiable assets, like so that she didn't have too much. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. 
capital when they got a divorce he wouldn't buy her jewels oh my god they they knew they were just waiting they were just waiting i know it's fucked um she also would get more money under the prenup if she had more kids she'd basically get bonuses for the amount of kids she had like yeah this kid give you a couple extra hundred thousand dollars wow imagine like growing up and knowing that kind of the reason you exist is not because your parents wanted you but because your mum was trying to like get more money out of your dad (laughs) disgusting i know and so that would fuck me up well yeah it would fuck anyone up and i mean i think it has So then Trump had a very, very public affair with Marla Maples, a model, um, while he was married to Ivana. Like, really public. Like, he'd go to the casino with her. He bought her tons of shit. She lived on his yacht for a while. They were papped holding hands. Apparently, she gave him a poster that he'd bring out in front of his friends, like, roll it out to impress them. Like, <laughs> hey guys, just, here's my hot lady. Yeah, literally. And you're also married, Trump, so yuck. Trump appeared on the front page of the New York Post eight days in a row. One headline reported that, according to Maples, she had the best sex she'd ever had with Trump. And apparently Trump took this around his offices, parading it, like, whoa. So then Trump and Ivana get a divorce, which was actually really, really messy. And Ivana even accused him of raping her in the deposition. Ivana has since rescinded the accusation. Her original charge was that after Trump got a scalp operation to close up a bald patch, (laughs) Ivana had actually recommended the surgeon and Donald came home absolutely fuming because it had hurt so much more than he expected. (laughs) Like, this is not a funny story, but Trump is a child. Oh, yeah. Ivana said in the deposition that Donald held back her arms and began to pull out fistfuls of her (gasps) hair from her scalp as if to mirror the pain he felt from his own operation. He tore off her clothes and unzipped his pants. And then he goes on to rape her. So, yes, she has confirmed that she said this in the deposition and that her husband had raped her, but added that she did not want those words to be interpreted in a literal or criminal sense. For people that may not know, and everyone should fucking know, because this is the President of the United States, he was alleged to have raped his spouse. Then they get a divorce, he marries Marla, they have Tiffany Trump. Now we know that didn't work out, and he married Melania in 2005, they had their son, Baron. So... <laughs> Imagine naming your good Baron. Yeah, well, Not funny. Not any Barons out there. But funny you say that, because Trump used to pretend he was a lawyer called Baron, Baron someone, I can't remember the name, and, like, ring up people that he was suing under this fake name, Baron, like Trump would ring up under fake names and then he went on to call his kid Baron. So he obviously had quite an affinity for that name. So now that we've done relationships, back to more racism. Uh, I am the least racist person. Now this is a story that I don't even know how it exists, but it does. So Trump's involvement in the Central Park So the Central Park Five, for anyone that doesn't know, were a group of black and Latino teenagers who were accused wrongly of raping a white woman in Central Park on April 19th, 1989. So these boys, who were very young, some of them only 14, um, were abused, held in jail, deprived of food and water and sleep, and bribed by police officers to confess 
to the crime or Dob and the other boys that were with them. So they, they were told they'd be allowed to go home if they dobbed in their, these other boys. Um, they were abused in there and forced to admit to a crime that they did not commit. Donald Trump then took it upon himself to take out full-page ads in all four major New York newspapers to argue that perpetrators of crimes such as this one should be forced to suffer and be executed. So some of the ads called to bring back the death penalty. Donald Trump really did help to spur outrage and hate towards the boys, labelling them as threats to society. These boys were convicted of violent offences, including assault, robbery, rape, sodomy and attempted murder. And their sentences ranged from 5 to 15 years in prison. But in 2002, a serial rapist came forward and actually confessed to the crime. There was no DNA of any of those other boys on this woman. And the police just looked over that because it was, you know, easier to put these boys away because they had quote unquote confessed. So the boys were released, but, you know, they'd lost their whole childhood being in prison and Trump took to the pages of the New York Daily News calling the settlement a disgrace and the fact that they were released. He said he would not apologise for his harsh comments in 89 and that you have people on both sides of that. They admitted their guilt. This story, actually, it makes me sick to my stomach. And there's a Netflix series. I haven't actually watched it yet. Did I started watching it during the height of the Black Lives Matter movement and it all just got too much. But it's called When They See Us, and you guys should go and watch it if you want to know a bit more about the Central Park Five. But Donald Trump had no right no, to get involved there, and it's just fucked up. These are children. The law was already dealing with them. Clearly, they didn't do it right. But to use his power to sway that like public opinion, like it just... It, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. And it's not even just about those kids. It's about all the black and Latino yeah. members of the community in you, New York. You know he would never have done that for a white for white kids. No. He, he would have fought against it. He is a fucking piece of work. And that's why I'm so glad we're doing this podcast. And guys, you should honestly share this podcast to anyone that needs to know why Donald Trump should never be allowed to be the president. He actually shouldn't be allowed to be free, I don't think. Like, put the man behind bars this is just a bit of a non-exhaustive list of some of the other racist things he's done he said in the early 90s when he was attempting to block the building of new casinos because they would cut into his operations that indian reservations had fallen under mob control he secretly paid more than one million dollars in ads to portray members of a tribe in upstate new york as cocaine traffickers and career criminals and he suggested that dark-skinned native americans in connecticut were faking their ancestry he said i think i might have more indian blood than a lot of the so-called indians that are trying to open up the reservations is this you discussing indian blood we're going to judge people by whether they have Indian blood, whether they're qualified to run a gaming casino or not? Uh, I, that probably is me, absolutely. Because I'll tell you what, if you look, I will tell you right now, uh, they don't look like Indians to me. And they don't look like the Indians. Now, maybe we say politically correct or not politically correct. They don't look like Indians to me. And they don't look like Indians to Indians. They don't look like Indians to me, sir. Thank God that's not the test of whether or not people have rights in this country or not, whether or not they pass your look test. Now he's calling Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas. He has no idea 
about the history or the meaning of any of the things he's fucking saying. He, it obviously shows how he feels about the American Indian community, the Native Americans. Yeah, and again, like, it annoys me so much that we let him get away with everything he says. Because he's Donald Trump, people are like, oh, that's just Donald Trump. No, that should not be an excuse for no. anyone. It's because, well, I think it's because there's so many things he's done wrong that you can't just spotlight one of them. Like, maybe if we just spotlighted the sexual assault allegations, there would be a huge uproar. But because there's that, it combined with so many other things, it's almost become this norm of Mm, Donald Trump. uh And people don't pinpoint things anymore. And it's like, he's just flooded the swamp with all this shit that it just gets lost. And Anyway, he went on to do The Apprentice in 2004. He had a really, really good idea to make... A black team versus a white team and pit them against each other. Does this actually happen? This didn't go through, but there are recordings and records of him saying, isn't this a good idea? This will drive ratings so far up. Then we know Trump launched his birtherism tactics against Obama. So he kind of flirted with the idea of running for president in 2011. And his popularity was kind of growing because he started this narrative that Obama was foreign-born or a Muslim or both or a terrorist. President Obama, he is the founder of ISIS. He's the founder of ISIS, okay? He's the founder. And so then he started calling for Obama to show his birth certificates and started that whole conspiracy there. In 2012, he offered to donate $5 million to the charity of Obama's choice in return for the publication of his college and passport applications, using your money again to leverage whatever the fuck you want. And then on September 16th, 2016, as a Republican presidential nominee, he did concede that President Barack Obama was born in the United States, period. Giving himself credit for putting the controversy to bed. Oh, congratulations, Trump. You could make a pretty epic drinking game out of this. Like, drink every time Donald Trump does something unethical or racist or is a bad person. Literally, you'd be blind drunk your whole life, wouldn't you? Yeah. So... Then, when he launched his presidential campaign in 2016, his announcement was very much othering people. That's basically his whole stance when he announces his run. He says, when Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're sending people that have lots of problems. They're bringing those problems with them. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. (laughs) So there he kind of sets... He sets the tone for his whole presidency. Yeah, and that his one whole sentence. build the wall narrative about building a wall against the Mexican-US border. He also talks about immigrants and his temporary ban on foreign Muslims, which he later modifies to apply to people originating from any country, which he describes as having a history of terrorism. Try he's, your own country, hun. Yeah, he's just fucking racist, isn't he? Uh, I am the least racist person. Then, obviously, during During his time as president, we've seen his comments on things like Charlottesville. In 2017, when the Unite the Right rally, which was a white supremacist and neo-Nazi rally, resulted in a self-identified white supremacist, James Alex Fields Jr., deliberately ramming his car into a crowd of counter-protesters and killing a woman, um, the woman who was there to peacefully protest the rally's happening, Donald Trump condemned the hatred, bigotry, and violence on many sides. 
saying that there were very fine people on both sides. He was basically sympathetic to the white supremacists holding this fucking rally. And he was saying that there was some sort of equivalence between these marches for white supremacy and those who were counter-protesting against them. He got backlash for this, but not enough because he's still there. Then, I, and I hate to brush over this, but we've obviously seen his complete lack of empathy, understanding, action, everything during the current Black Lives Matter movement, where instead of being a leader, he's hidden in a bunker, he's turned his police and military onto his own citizens, and he's really done nothing but perpetuate the inequalities and racism that flourishes in his America. So he is just fucking racist right up until the day we're recording this episode. I just, there's nothing we can say that quite puts into words everything that Trump's done. But that's a little, like I said, non-exhaustive list. And then for the last segment on Donald Trump and who he is, we just need to talk a little bit about Trump and women. I have such respect for women. I cherish women. Now we're going to go more into the allegations both um, against Trump and Biden. First of all, we're just going to give a wee list of some of the things that Trump has said about you know, how women look and how he treats them as pieces of meat. So aside from what I've already said, um, Barbara Ress, a former head of construction for Trump, says he would needle her for gaining weight, saying, you like your candy. And then Louise Sunshine, another person that worked in the Trump organization, recalls similar comments. She interpreted them as loving, but there's been reports that he kept an unflattering picture of her in his desk to use as motivation for her to lose weight. So he'd bring it out when she walked in and be like, here, this is what you look like. Best to do something about it. You take a look, look at her. You tell me what you think. I don't think so. I don't think so. Trump also didn't allow a woman that he deemed unattractive to take lunch orders for outside visitors to his office. Believe me, she would not be my first choice, that I can tell you. Then there was the Access Hollywood clip where he said he likes to grab women by the pussy and a lot more. I moved on her like a bitch. <laughs> She's now got the big phony tits and everything. She's totally changed her looks. I gotta use some Tic Tacs just in case I start kissing her. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Grab them by the pussy. In a 1992 New York Magazine piece, he said, Woman, you have to treat them like shit. I have tremendous respect for women. He told Celebrity Apprentice contestant and former Playboy playmate, Brandy Roderick, it must be a pretty picture, you dropping to your knees. This was locker room talk. He once sent a copy of a piece New York Times columnist Gail Collins wrote that criticised him back to her with her face circled and the face of a dog written on it. He sent that back to her. Every woman lied. He told Esquire, you know, it really doesn't matter what the media write as long as you've got a young and beautiful piece of ass. She's a world-class liar. He told a lawyer who requested a break from deposition to pump her breast milk, you're disgusting. I'm going to take such good care of women's health care issues, you won't even believe it. In his appearance on The Howard Stern Show, he speculated that he could have had sex with Princess Diana if he'd wanted to before her death. And there's never been anybody in the history of politics in this nation that's been so abusive to women. Quote, a person who's very flat-chested is very hard to be a 10. And then he said of him and Melania's future children, I mean, I won't do anything to take care of them. He called women who get breast reductions insane 
And he said, women who see him will walk up and they'll flip their top, they'll flip their panties, and declared that it would be hard for him to get an erection for Madonna. I have such respect for women. I cherish women. And that's just a few. I, I think that's the saddest part is like he's a disgusting human and he's been able to get away with all this stuff and he believes himself to be above the law. But by America voting him in, he has only confirmed everything that he's thought of himself. Do you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. That he is above the law and people want that, him there. That he's always felt like he could say whatever he wanted and get away with it. And by him becoming arguably the most powerful yeah. person in the world, this only confirms that. How has this prevailed in America? Mm. Not only is he sexist, not only has he been accused of rape, he's also one of the most racist people I've ever fucking heard. Thank God I haven't met him. He's a dodgy businessman, has dealing with the mafia, doesn't pay workers, runs through small businesses. How is he going to make America great again? How? And the thing is, his attack on Biden, to bring this all back together, is do you really want to live in Joe Biden's America? Well, it can't be any fucking worse than Donald Trump's America. So guys, that was a bit of a rundown on Donald Trump's background, his fucking horrible history. Um, Next week, we're going to be doing a rundown on their policies, where they sit and what they think on a few of the major policies. So definitely tune back in for that one. So yeah, Roops, what do you make of all that? Oh, fucking outraged. I I mean, it it confirms everything that I already thought about him and why he is the way he is. And kind of helpful to have all that shit in one place so that you can direct any Trump supporter to this podcast if you need some backup. How's that for a plug? As always, you can find us on Instagram at The Shit Show with lots of underscores. Also, shit you should care about. Our website, shityoushouldcareabout.com. You can come and find us in the Facebook group, the Shit You Should Care About squad. And you can flick us an email at hi at shityoushouldcareabout.com. So guys, we absolutely love it and it helps us so much when you share that you're listening to The Shit Show. Chuck it on your Insta story and we will share it. We love seeing where and how you're listening and, you know, chuck us a review if you like the episode. And if you don't, you know, you can keep your opinions to yourself. It's fine. Keep yourself your own podcast. (laughs) As always, lovely to have you here. Thanks so much, guys. See you next time. 